fresh with six. I'm pulling out the hat with the tricks. So many say that they're real, but they playing tricks. Take a microscope to my moves. I got you in the scope. Praying for my help, but get you under six feet. Worst with six. I'm pulling out the hat with the tricks. So many say that they're real, but they playing tricks. Take a microscope to my moves. I got you in the scope. Praying for my help, but get you under six feet. I'm Dame Lillard to the haters. I'm waving to them. Niggas wanna frame those lies. Photographer, these beats always been on rhythm. Choreographer, every time I put my thoughts to the ghost, I cure kids who got cancer. I got the greatest steps like an average dancer. Yo, shout out to Freddie Jotram on that beat. I've been working with him since 2018 on my mixtape DC Universe 4. There's certain producers that I have a connection with and some producers who have an ego problem. I feel like with certain producers and beat makers, some of their egos get in the way of their work. I can't be the only one that's feeling like that. So um, I'm going to shed some light on that. But this is the premiere of my first real podcast, Universium. And this is DC702. My real name is Darian. But uh, my artist's name is DC702. But um, I just kind of feel like, as my first topic, mixtapes have lost their value in a sense. I mean, you can upload mixtapes on Audio Mac, SoundCloud, YouTube, DatPiff, Spinrella, and all the other mixtape upload platforms. But I feel like with streaming, it just kind of interject itself into the value and nostalgia of the classic mixtapes. Because before I got into music, I was listening to classic mixtapes. And it just blows my mind because I feel like when I was starting off in 2018, just to start my debut album, Paradise Without Rain, I feel like I should have been a part of that that wave of, you know, commercially and streaming. But I didn't have that knowledge then. And because I didn't have that knowledge, a lot of people looked down on me because they thought that my talent wasn't going to go anywhere. And it's still the same way now. A lot of people feel that I don't have talent. And just me stepping out as a beat maker. There's no talent in that area either. But if I took all those negative thoughts. And those hater sayings. I wouldn't be who I am today. 40 plus projects in my music catalog. Bro, who's doing that? I never been cocky. I never been arrogant. And none of that stuff. But I feel like. I don't get the credit that I deserve. And I don't know, is it because I'm in a small city? Because I'm from Vegas. And a lot of people feel like you could be in a small city or a big city and still rise out of it. But to be honest with y'all, it's so much negativity. It's so much darkness. And it's just to where... You feel like you're not going to make it as an artist. I mean, Dizzy had his time and Imagine Dragons and everybody else who came after them. But I feel like as an artist in Vegas, we really don't have a sound. And I feel like 
me as an artist personally, I build my sound from the ground up. And I feel like by Vegas not having its own sound, it's a cripple and it's a clutch. That's why I said in one of my songs, I'm a rose that grew from the concrete. And I feel like that because I feel like, you know, since it's a double meaning, man, we in the desert right now. And if you a rose or a flower to grow from the sand and the dirt up, you got to be special. And I know that it's going to go over everybody's head. Or like I'm going to get criticized for it, but I'm just speaking my truth. And I feel like by us not having our own sound, you get you can compare everybody else, but we never in that conversation. Like Cali has his own West Coast sound. And Nevada, we don't have a sound, bro. And I feel like I didn't took the most arrows. Because I wanted to be the best upcoming rapper. But I feel like, you know, sometimes if you don't get your name out there or like you don't advertise, people are not going to take you seriously. That's why I wanted to build my own brand. And that's why I started reaching out to like overseas and more like different radio stations to send my music to. Because I feel like, the DJs here where I'm at, they don't take us seriously. If you're not talking about clout, money, sex, drugs, your music not going to get played here. And I feel like that's why there's a lot of talented artists who's not signed, who's still killing the underground. Like, I'm going to tell y'all this. I was on SoundCloud a month ago. And the same people who I came up with, who still rapping on SoundCloud, they still rapping on SoundCloud to this day. I feel like, why are they not on the radio stations where they at? Like, how come they not bigger, like a bigger artist than they is? I feel like it's a clutch and a cripple there. But, um... This is going to be a hot take when I say this. But I feel like there's a lot of shadiness. There's a lot of craftiness. And it's just a bunch of plastic shit going around. I mean, it's like we all mannequins, bro. It's like we standing still even if we got the talent. And it's a lot of artists that I work with. And um, some artists that... I would like to work with again, but it seemed like the timing is never right. And this is the disconnect that I have with most artists that I work with. A lot of them are talented, but some of them don't put the work in. I love to work. So that's why when somebody reach out to me, I always finish my verse real quick because I'm passionate about this shit. And a lot of people want to take my passion away. By calling me on my name, disrespecting me, but I always rose to the occasion. I feel like in this battlefield of snakes, there's a lot of vipers out there. 
There's like different kinds of snakes out there that you always got to be aware of. Let me break this down to you. The different type of snakes I'm talking about is family, your friends, your significant other, or either something that you attach to that draws your energy. Not in a positive way either. Let me give y'all a brief story. Before I even got involved with making mixtapes or even considered to do music again, I have a homie named Ian. We want to rap together. And then after everybody start seeing us rap together in high school, Everybody else want to join in with us. Shout out to Ian, by the way. I went to his house one day after school. We was rapping to My Name Is Hove Beat by Jay-Z. Classic beat. We was rapping his garage. We was actually reading off the paper because at that time, we didn't memorize our verses. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because... You know, all this ghost riding shit going around. <laughs> but I wrote both of our verses so, so we can memorize them. But we never did memorize them. I kind of wish that I still had that video of us rapping his garage. But that was a classic time. And that was 10 years ago. But... Everybody wanted to join our group because we was just a duo. But nobody wanted to put the work in. Like, everybody just wanted to join us because there was hype. And shout out to Eric, too. Because I, I was writing in my freshman year. And um, I feel like I wasn't taking it seriously then. But at that time, I was thinking I just had learned the drums when I was six. I was a band in my middle school and high school. But everybody knew me from band, but they thought I was in theater. <laughs> That's kind of funny because I always see myself as like a theatrical figure. But I felt like it was the same politics like in like if you're an actor and just any other art. But I still want to be an actor to this day. And I wanted to be a painter, a sketcher. That's why I designed all my graphic design work. Because I mixed those two passions together. Music and graphic design. I tried to go to college for it, but shit didn't work out for me. So I ended up uh, just getting out of the program. But And then by the time I was 20, 21, I was diagnosed with tendonitis. Yep, tendonitis. And that's what killed my spark 
to perform for everybody. That's why to this day, I never did a show. Because my knees are fucked up from tendonitis. And I feel like I owe my fans so much more music. And I owe them so many performances. Right now, I feel like I can just tour five years or six years off of straight music, bro, from my catalog. But uh, back to the story, I got sidetracked for a minute. <laughs> that happens. But uh, I hate to bounce around different topics. But oh, oh yeah, going back to where they want to join me and Ian. Nobody put the work in. And by the time we all graduated from high school, nobody didn't want to do music no more. So by that time, you know, we all went our separate ways. I was doing my thing because I had took a break. I had a laptop. I was recording from SoundCloud, from my speakers to the laptop. And it's hard because the quality wasn't there. I didn't even have a microphone then. So just imagine by me getting the microphone a year or two later, I feel like I missed out on so much music. And when I sent my demo out, shout out to Jay Staffs too from Canada. I recorded my verse. Uh, it's called Dreams. It was two, two words instrumental by Kanye. I'm going to touch on that too. Um, everybody liked the demo. But I feel like the quality wasn't there. So I'm like, everybody is liking this demo except for me. Because I feel like by me not having a microphone, it took away the quality of it. So uh, shout out to K Wills too. Back then he was going by DJ Skittles. We came together and recorded our first track. It was a gospel track too. Because I, I used to be a Christian artist, rapper. I still am to this day, but I feel like it's good to transition my brand. So we came together, recorded Tears of Joy. <laughs> they telling me to wrap it up. But uh, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in to my first premiere of my podcast, Universium. I'm going to try to make this a weekly thing. But uh, I just want to let everybody know I'm still recovering from a growing injury. So, uh, but... I'm going to try to have everything out on a weekly basis, new topics and do everything. Peace.